Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday. We are live from the Scott Trade Center here in St. Louis, Mizzou, Missouri. Bader informed me you can't call the state of Missouri Mizzou, just the school. Just the school? Just the school. But um, that is so beyond the point right now as <laughs> we are uh, getting ready for uh, a show. Willie and I's first show um, where we are in doing it in person together. And we'll see how it works. I feel like our dynamic uh, over the phone is strong, but um, I have that kind of relationship with a lot of women, actually. Really, the phone? It's yeah, strong it's over better. The phone. It's, it's good. It's better over the phone than it is a person. Yeah, a little better on you know. Okay, never mind. I'm not gonna go much further into that. But man, we've got a couple teams here rolling around. We're watching, you know, Penn State in the house. UTC's here. Early, there's a uh, Molinero and them playing a little football or something i tell you what penn state and and i hear missouri i've seen penn state often play football and i hear missouri does the same be nice to be cool to have them in the room playing a little tag football yeah yeah it'd be fun i think i uh that was always i would put i would put Jaden at halfback and call it a day (laughs) yeah that's that's, that's a wrap that's a wrap you better go two-hand touch there kale sanderson in workout clothes he's gonna get a workout but anyways, all right, we're, we're like uh, kids in candy shop here watching what's in front of us. we got a radio show to do here, and we got in yesterday. Kale just picked off a pass. Yeah, all right, we can't do play-by-play of this, all right. really. Come on. Um, and the common theme, or uh, a lot of people came up to me. I don't know about you, Willie, but coaches are not happy. They're, um, you know, talking to us about the seeds, about how terrible it is. So this is something that... That, not just you fans that are that are upset with the the coaches are furious with the process. They said uh, some of them feel like, hey, the committee knew this was bad all along, um, including the members of the seating committee, and they just sat on it and didn't do anything to address it. And that basically we got lip service um, from from Coach Borelli, and I don't really feel that way, but that that was the impression that some coaches were giving me. So. Well, that's that's the all the impression I got from everybody. First, let let me say it was kind of flattering that uh. Um, Coaches came up and said, you know, thanks for doing that show because it, yeah. it, it was interesting. And and also they were, you know, Doug Schwab came up and said, um, hey, you guys have a good pulse. Like, what should we change about the rules? I'm on the rules committee. So there's two things people are really looking at uh, college coaches, rule changes to make things uh, a better product and, and the seating. Um, and, and like you said, and, and I said before – 
uh, Borelli came on the show, right? Like, so the first opening five minutes of that show, uh, I said that Borelli can come on and he can say what he's going to say, but I know that nothing really that he says will change my mind that the seeds were really bad. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much what happened. And, and uh, I applaud Borelli for coming on and, and being as transparent as he is. But still, at the end of the day, things just didn't jibe. Like, things didn't make sense. When you say losses don't matter, well, first of all, that's a terrible process right. if losses don't matter. Really? And if losses don't matter but only quality wins do, I can go through the brackets and show you 10 seeds where uh, I don't I don't see how they got that seed if that's the process. Right. And I, I feel the same way. And what was reassuring to me, and you see uh, this, uh, you know, on social and the kind of coach speak you get, doesn't matter this and that no these coaches acknowledge seating matters where you're placed on the bracket matters and if it matters then it needs to be done right and it, it wasn't done right here so um you know it's the coaches understanding how important it is um i hope that man i hope this is the kind of thing where ncaa's end and then it's kind of in the back of their minds because believe me they're gonna be just as mad next year um, when their guys get screwed. And so they've got to uh, maintain that vigor and that venom and focus, and they need to talk to their administrators, and they need to uh, kind of mobilize themselves because I feel like they're the agents for change here. That's just kind of the, the impression I got, that it's on them and the ADs to really, uh, in, you know, make change happen. Is that how you kind well, of Well, you know, it, it seems that far too often in wrestling um, – Far too often in wrestling, Cody Sanderson just waved at me. Not me, though, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so salty about that, right? That ain't fair. Matt McCutcheon's a lot bigger than Jordan Conaway. Matt yeah. McCutcheon's playing a good quarterback role right now. Yeah. But listen, um, what were we talking about? I'm um, seeding, but maybe we maybe we've Oh, seeded. so far too often in wrestling, <laughs> we, it's just we have to – Oh well, the situation is what what it is, and we have to swallow that pill right now. And it's frustrating. I mean, for years it was the bad um, rules in Fila and the ball draw and this and that. And and right now we have a bad seating situation um, at NCAA's. We have bad rules that doesn't promote action. Um, and so these things need to be changed. Unfortunately for us, uh, unfortunately for everybody right now, <laughs> you can't change. The seeding process uh, between the time the seeds came out and now, so it is. That's this is what we have. Yeah. So um, maybe that's enough about seeds for at least this episode. Though. Yeah, we banged that drum for a while. We banged it, but it's worth. It's a drum worth banging. Um, let's let's go back to yesterday. We had um, we had a pretty nice little event. Had some great matches. Um, wanted to get your take on on some of the high school matches we saw. Uh, what did you think about the Cade Brock Jaden Clayton match, Willie? That was a pretty big one. Oh, that was a great, great match. Um, I thought, I thought Cade, I thought the turning point in that match was when Cade didn't get the escape. No. Oh. When he didn't get that second takedown, which I thought was a takedown, but he didn't get that second takedown, and he expended a ton of energy on that scramble. And Jaden Clayton is is an amazing scrambler. Um, Jaden sure. Clayton just wrestled an awesome, awesome match. But uh, he, he's a great scrambler, good on top. But when Cade didn't that, – that scramble lasted for 30, 45 seconds, and 
Brock looked to have a takedown, didn't get it, still worked through it. And when he came up from that, man, he was shot. Yeah. His, his tank was empty. Yeah, and you wonder, I mean, th there was a noticeable size difference in my opinion. I don't think Cade Brock's a very big 32. And uh, Jane Clayton, what would you say? He wrestled states at 45? He wrestled states at 45. There was, when the people I was around when uh, they came out, they all went, what? Yeah. Because Clayton was so much bigger. Yeah. All right. Um, but the big one, FPL 5, Ruth Herbert, kind of, uh, you know, two matches within that match. Herbert looking sharp. And I mean sharp, even though he got, you know, he ultimately got pinned because that Ruth pins people. Um, you you got to feel like, hey, is Herbert, is Herbert going to be a real factor? And we knew he'd be in the mix, but is he the guy to, I kind of think, thought Herbert maybe going to be an also Ram here. Is he going to be the guy that can, that can ultimately push Ed to make a world team? Well, you know, after a long layoff um, and quite, quite honestly not so great results uh, overseas, yeah. Uh, by Jake. You know, so Jake takes a long layoff. You have to wonder. I mean, everybody in the U.S. is wondering, where is Jake at? He goes overseas, doesn't have the greatest results, and you're saying, well, he's not back yet. And and let's be honest. you got to wonder. is uh, At that point, you're wondering, is he past his prime? Is he not at that level anymore? Um, is he training as hard as he can? And I'll tell you what, when I got in... When I first saw Jake last night, he was focused. Yeah. He was dialed in. The look on his face was mean and hungry and angry. And he put people on notice last night. He is back. He is freaking good. He's a horse. He's so big and strong. Ooh, he looked big. Um, and... And... <laughs> You know, we talk about it all the time. One guy wins the match, but you came away more impressed with the guy that lost. And I think that's the case there. Um, not that not that Jake was Looks more better. impressive, yeah. but Jake is back. Jake is a factor. <laughs> and the Open and the trials are going to be amazing. Incredible. And uh, just more drama heading into um, uh, the freestyle season, which is going to, hey, in a couple days, that's going to be – what we're talking about, but let's get to. You want to dive into some NCAA stuff uh, here? Yeah, I got a long list. I got a long list of questions for you. Like, okay, so if you missed it this morning, we did an expert pick column. Mm. Me, CP, uh, TR Foley, Andrew Hips of Intermat, Earl Smith, and Roper. and Lee Roper. Um, so those are our final picks, and you know what? I, I'll be honest. Willie's going to change his picks. You watch. He's changed Nashon no, and Waters four or five times already. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to change my picks in the in the article. Mm. But like I said in the and Christian, did you agree with what I wrote uh, in the opening of that? I wrote that um, basically that we're going to watch a couple minutes of, of guys and going to be like. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it this tournament. Uh, we're going to watch a tournament and, and be like, wow, he's clicking on all cylinders. He's a real threat. You know, we are going to do that, but we could just as well be wrong. Because you know who I said that about last year? Watching him early, I was like, oh, Ramos ain't winning a title. 
He looks terrible. Yeah, he yeah. He barely went in. A, I mean, barely beat Zane Richards. I'm like, yeah, he ain't beating AJ Shop. No, that's freaking. Uh, he did. I, that's what I'm saying, and I'm not saying it to leave people that make picks off the hook. I'm not saying, well, well, we didn't know he was going to be that going in because yeah. <laughs> you never know that. I mean, you can't make your Super Bowl prediction in the second quarter. Right. Okay. But wrestling is a finicky thing. Guys could look bad at one moment, great the next, and bad again in the third round. Um, and that's just the nature of this. You know, per, that was a perfect example, Christian. And Tony Ramos, wow, Tony doesn't look so hot. And, and, then, and then he's just Tony Ramos and does what he does. So it's a fluid, and that's the, that's the emotional thing that goes on at the NCAA tournament. If you've never been here um, to one yourself, it's like you take this all in, and this guy looks hot. This guy looks down, and, and it's like you're taking in. You know, it's like stocks. <laughs> yeah. It's up for one second, down another, and and uh, the main, it's going to be a crazy. Yeah, week. you just got to make sure you don't overreact to any one thing. Is what kind of what that taught me? Because I mean, Tony got it done ultimately. Um, so yeah, we did our picks. Obviously, I went ten for ten. So it's the battle for second already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not really though. Um, How many did you get right last year? Um, I'm not. I really don't know. Uh, I got. So, uh, you picked all one and two seeds. Just, just to note. Okay. I'm not saying that's a that's a good or bad thing. It's gonna uh, okay. Yeah. Um, the one who went off the reservation, Roper. Um, well, there's a couple that I was like, oh, interesting. Roper did, he went dance at 25, Richards 33, and um, Brown's not off the reservation. McIntosh isn't off the reservation, but they're um, they're adjacent to the reservation. Yeah. You know, you can uh, see uh, the reservation. Foley picked a couple. Brewer, uh, bold strategy cotton, and uh, I think he picked Sulzer too, but that's just, he's a That's UGA. homerism. I said, you know what, I talked to Kyle Dake last night, and Tommy Rollins, Tommy Rollins, was joking around about getting in, and I said, all right, Tommy, send me your picks. And he sent me all the Ohio State guys, yep. every one of them, 10 of them, including Nick Cavanello. Mark uh, Martin. Uh, yeah. Um, and so when me and Christian were coming up with, uh, we're like, yeah, who should we ask maybe, you know, uh, who should we get in? And we were like specifically thinking of wrestlers, maybe add some um, star power flair to it, you know. Oh, how about we ask – uh, Kyle Dake or David Taylor or Ben Askren. I'm like, I'm not asking Askren to do it because any place that Missouri has a shot, he'll pick Waters, he'll pick Cox, he'll pick Hudichel, you know. So I want authentic picks. And, and so last night at FPL, I said to – I was talking to Kyle Dake for a while, and I said, hey, we were going we were gonna to ask you, but um, the reason why I didn't ask you to make your picks is you go all the Cornell guys probably. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm going to pick every one of them. So <laughs> – um, so that's that. So, yeah, those were fun to do. The interesting thing to me, Christian, is, and and you think that everybody's pick that isn't yours is a little crazy? I do not. No, no, I, okay, oh. not individual, but team. What do you mean? You think I was going to win, and you think, like, that should be everybody's pick. No, I don't. I don't feel that way at all. Why are you characterizing me like that? I just... I just I do because think I've said I've said multiple times, oh, including I on. I know why. I know why. Because you're you're just saying uh, Missouri, but all your the the rationale behind it doesn't align. Is my point. You're not actually if you 
put your predictions into a scoring rubric. That's it would, not true. Not, it wouldn't spin it. Yes, it is true, Willie. That's been my whole point. You're like, but with the Missouri Big Three doing well, we I have them doing real well. Every every case you make, um, it tells you another thing. You're just saying Missouri. To you say. know what I have on paper. You know I have. You know I have the Iowa guys placing fourth through seventh, and I have. Uh, Missouri uh-huh. with just about as many All-Americans and more guys in the finals. All right, we'll see. So, um, okay, so all subjectivity uh, or any perceived bias aside, um, and who cares what we pick, I think what it illustrates is the team race is going to be amazing. Incredible. It's going to be amazing, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be determined, you know, when – when Willie Miklas wins or loses a match early, when uh, LeVon Mays wins or loses a match early, when Thomas Gilman wrestles Jordan Conaway in the second round, if he gets if that's the matchup, every little nook and cranny of these three teams, you know, when Hunter Stever has two, uh, Ruggarello and then Habiter Kindig, every little nook of this tournament, it's going to have these massive national team title implications. Yeah, that's going to be the the running thing. Every and that's what I love about this tournament. Every round, every match is going to matter. The first wrestle background is going to matter. The first round of championship side is going to matter. And that's what I mean. That's why this is. I had multiple guys going. This is our Super Bowl. This is our Super Bowl. It, it really is, and it's a three-day, you know, event of just drama and and excitement and moments that that are unforgettable and and so impactful. And that's why. This, there's there's nothing like being here at, at the NCAA tournament. So, um, yeah, the team race is going to be um, a, a blast to watch unfold. So, listen to Snyder, Brian Snyder, Nebraska just walked in. I'm doing a radio show, and he's treating me like we are sophomores in high school, saying, "Hey, take my gear bag." No, oh, I'm wow. not taking your gear bag. That's a power move. Power move by Snyder, Doctor Snyder. All right, all right. Uh, no, now I do have a a list of questions uh, to hit you with, right. like final verdict type. Uh, give me the skinny, Christian. All right. But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about last night. We had an impromptu oh. fantasy draft after FPL. Me, Askren, Martin, Christian, JB, Jason Bryant sitting down there. Sasker, Richard Immel, we all got in on a fantasy, uh, a fantasy draft. Pick one guy per weight. It was a snake draft, like a like a fantasy football draft would be. Kyle Bradkey had a good uh, had a good draft, but um, debatable. It was really fun. It was really fun, and it's something that I think everybody everybody could and should get a group of ten guys and do this. I I am a um, I have lettered multiple times in fantasy athletics. Um, it is my best sport by far. I love fantasy. I love the strategy. I love I love building a team. It's so it's so fun. I think we've got to figure out a way to streamline fantasy wrestling. We it, do. It, it has to be it, automated. It has to be automated. The scoring. There's some things that we've got to figure out from a, a mechanical standpoint. I swear it would take over college wrestling. If it would it take over. It is. And it, it would so I, it fun. would elevate the sport too because, because people you, would be so much more into it and and events would matter. I mean, look what look what fantasy football did for football. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're watching Cardinals versus you know 
Chargers. Right, and you, that matters. Redskins fan. It's it's brilliant. Right on a Thursday night when you have some bum game like the Browns versus uh, the Jaguars. Well, maybe you have uh, Jordan Cameron, their tight end. So that that matters. And yeah. and maybe if you have uh, a dual meet between two not so great teams, it still draws interest because you have um, I don't know somebody. Paul Petrov or Joe Stolfi, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, so I agree. So that was really cool. So, but you guys should, y'all should get together with ten of your friends and just do a snake draft. You got, you get to pick one guy per weight. The scoring system is uh, based on nothing other than the tournament scoring. The tournament score. So you you look at the tournament at the end and you say Robert Kokish scored sixteen points. I get sixteen points for Robert Kokish. Right. All right. So. Um, those were the criteria. Uh, Christian, how do you think you did? I love my team. I was getting steals every round. I felt my last pick, the 100th pick of the draft, or close to it, I got Zach Haran. That was not the 100th pick. Whatever. That was it's the ballpark. 91st. Okay, close enough. It rounds. Um, but, yeah, I got Nishan Hall at 33, Haran, Bites, Brissetta, Salzer, Evans, Nate Brown, Schiller, and Gwizdowski. You know that team is on point. Yeah. There's, there's some other good teams. I, I, I think I had a decent draft. I'm not real pumped about it. Um, I fell off. Uh, I ended up leaving 65, 74, and 84 till the end, and I really missed out. Richard Immel had a solid steal. He took Blaze Butler super late when I could have got him, and uh, I'm really, I will never forgive him for that. Yeah, that was cool, uh, it was a lot of fun just having a bunch of guys hanging around. It didn't take that long. Yeah. So that's why you definitely need to do it. You, it's not hard. Just have a guy with an Excel spreadsheet and yell at him and make him enter the picks. I think the most surprising I think the most surprising thing of the whole draft was that Craig Sesker paid. Yeah, that was that was a curveball, Craig Sesker USA wrestling. So um, moving on. Alright. Now, let's get to some of the the questions that I have for you. You ready for, like, a lightning round? Let's do it. Okay. Highest seed to fall in the first round. Highest seed, like, numerically or the guy? I mean, no, numerically. Uh, in the first round, I think we'll see uh, a three. Anyone in particular? Um, could be. Are you going to name names? Um, LeVon's at risk. As you mentioned, um, three would be pretty. Yeah, uh, LeVon Mays has Spizak. I like habit. that. Habit has Kindig. Habit has Kindig. That's uh, a that's a another three, right? Yep, that's another three. So uh, I'll say three be ballsy, um, but it could definitely not happen. Ballsy is that? FCC approved. Stop. Um. So so you're saying a three, and you're saying maybe Maze, maybe Habit. Yeah. Uh. That's kind of. I don't see any top seeds. I mean, who? I don't know. All right, I, no, I guess what I'm saying is, do you see a six and you're like, well, that guy's losing first round? Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't think so. I, I feel pretty confident. You know, one, since you mentioned the six seed, um, Eric Montoya can wrestle. And even though Earl Hall has been pretty consistent this Now, you year, said those, you told me off camera, right, those matches have been high scoring or? The, no, that there are pretty much there are, High-scoring wrestlers are guys that mix it up. So anytime you have that, there's a variable. But Earl Hall's on my fantasy team. That will motivate him. So <laughs> he's probably going to win a title. Um, 
I will say uh, also, oh shoot, I had it right here. You know Steven Rodriguez, Nick Dardanes? Steve, come Rodriguez, on! No, you, will you stop no, it. No, you stop because Steve, will you stop are, it? Well, are you gonna let me talk? Are you gonna ask questions or go. just interrupt me? All right, go ahead. Um, Steven Rodriguez has been a top like six, seven, eight guy a lot of the year. He's fallen off lately. Who cares? I mean, what's more preposterous? Dardane's losing to Frisch or Dardane's losing to Rodriguez? Okay, yeah, nothing. Well, radio silence. There is. That's not radio silence. Did you watch Big Tens? Okay, Dardane's. Um, probably had a pretty good Big Tens um, last year, too, considering he was the two. Uh, and he didn't lose to Josh Jeva at Big Tens last year. So, um, yeah. And guess who? Uh, guess, who's, guess who's beating Josh Jeva? A Rodriguez, got Rodriguez. Pinned, Rodriguez got pinned three times last I week. I don't care about that. <laughs> Josh right. Jeva has lost to Steven Rodriguez multiple times. It's a 100. It's, I can't believe you're, this isn't resonating with you. It, it really doesn't. Okay. Um. Okay, let's let's get some other let's get some other things. Real okay, rapid. now you have, huh? Nothing. You have eight number one seeds winning it, two number two seeds winning it. Wild man. But, but when will the first number one seed fall? Um, you know, there's some quarters that are interesting. Um, so you got you got all the number ones, like you know, no. Th- They'll be safe to the quarters. You're saying? Um, yeah, I I believe so. Um, I, I don't see any of them falling before then. But shoot, a one seed falling in the quarters is pretty interesting. Um, well, one four, Jer- the one to watch. Or one one eight, I guess it would here's be. Yeah, I guess one, it would be. Here's the one. How does Shell Richardson? They, um, that is a close match every single time. Um. Lenny has been that. Lenny's Who been. Took Lenny's s- been in position to win that. Somebody match. took Lenny as their last pick. Jason Bryant took Lenny as their last pick in the draft last night. What a great J- uh, Jason Bryant had a great draft in my opinion. Mm. Um. But yeah, that that's a good one. Yep, that's that's probably the one. That's what I'll say. Quarters. I mean, here's the thing. I I really believe in these one seats. Uh, they were earned for the most part, and the the, the path. Is such that I there's not I many know. big roadblocks. Sometimes you'll have a, a kind of sketchy quarter. You know, some people might suggest Abinader Dean is interesting. Abin- uh, Ab- maybe Brooks Dean. I'm not of that opinion. I'm not of that opinion either. You know what? Well, and, and I gave a I gave a disclaimer at when we when we were talking about uh, making our picks the other last episode. I gave a kind of disclaimer that I like to go up, you know, take chances, make risks, and that was a general sort of statement. But I feel kind of soft. I feel kind of neutered that that I didn't really make any crazy picks to win it. And I think typ- typically I would, but this year I, I I really believe in the top seeds. Yeah, and, and I think with good reason. I, I've, I've mentioned a couple dozen times this season that the, the field in general is down. Um, I think so, not, too. It's not as deep. And, and having ranked the last couple years, I know what it's been, and I know what it is now. And comparing it, it's not – I mean, a couple years ago, Drake Houdershut was fighting to be ranked the entire season. And now he's uh, – you know, well, so. well, here – I mean, 
it, it takes nothing away from the national tournament, I, I don't think, because there's still drama, and you know, you're still going to get nothing. Yeah, uh, national agree. champs and All-Americans. However, I think there's a lot of weights that are thin. I think 49's thin. I think 57's thin. I think 84. Uh, we didn't even realize it until last night because me and Christian do nothing but argue. Uh, <laughs> even when we're off air, all we do is argue about wrestling. And I said that 84 was not very good, and he said, that's not true. And I said, Christian, there's two All-Americans in the whole darn one. bracket. Well, first of all, you said there was one. Oh, I did say and there was I one. And Deca you. you corrected me. Decal's also in there. And there's actually three because uh, Taylor Meeks is an All-American as well. So. All right. Okay. But it's, tripled. Doesn't the it's tripled. Doesn't the point stand? Um, No, because I, I don't get hung up. I mean, these guys are even. All right. If Jack Decal is considered a, a pretty good wrestler in this field, right? Like, we would acknowledge that. Just yes or no. Yeah, so, I love I okay. love him. I All think right, he so, has so a real shot to be Leave it at that. Leave it at that. So, here's the guys that are on Deckhouse tier, in my opinion. Someone like Stauffer. Someone like Thomasite. Someone like Brown. Someone like Zilmer. Uh, maybe even, um, you know, an Abinator or a Meeks. So, there's like six, seven guys that I believe are on a tier with someone that you acknowledge as very good. So if there's that many guys on a tier with someone that's very good, it's yeah. a pretty good weight. Yeah, I, I I guess I just it's there's worse weights. I get, I get your point. Not a lot of proven guys. Um, shoot, I don't know. Yeah, not a lot of proven guys. But I think Dean. We're gonna look back on Gabe Dean's career and be like that guy's a that the the weights gonna look better after we look back on what Gabe Dean does. I know, but career. one stud does not. You you're used to seeing more than one. I mean, G Gabe Dean is a one-time third placer, and he's like head and shoulders. No, he's not. Not, not, listen, not ability-wise, maybe, but he's head and shoulders uh, star power above everybody else. Star power and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, definitely star power, but, um, yeah, name recognition for sure. This is a not a... Um, uh, a casual fan, someone that follows, you know, once a uh, one weekend a month, they're gonna look at this bracket and they might be like, uh, I don't know, um, you know, I don't know a lot of these names, but um, yeah. So that that point's fair. You, that's uh, I'll give you a cookie on that one, Willie. Yeah. Let's okay. Keep, let's um, keep the slowest rapid fire ever going. I like the this. slowest <laughs> rapid fire in the history of rapid fire. If this was a gun, it would have been one of those. Uh, um, muskets that you had to reload yeah. with a Bradkey's pouring in the gunpowder here <laughs> <laughs> like a West Virginia Mountaineer <laughs> wow, that worked out perfect I didn't even think about that alright rapid fire let's keep it going alright uh, let me I'm picking okay I love Rutgers I love everything they're doing awesome dudes do they have an AA yeah um, I think they do I don't they don't have many shots I just I think Ashnault places, so that he places. Okay, you got you got Ashnault. Because as I, my first observation when I walked in here, I noticed that the lights were on. So I said, "This is the good. power is on." This is good for Anthony Ashnault because I know now that when the lights are on, he wrestles better. I love the fact. I love the fact that you go. Uh, uh, last episode, you go. Why would you take Anthony Ashnault? And I say because he shows up when the lights are on, and you go. I don't even know what that means, and then. Eight minutes later, you go, I'm thinking Ness because when the lights are on. Well, that was a joke. Um, not picking Ness was a, wasn't a joke, but me saying um, 
when the lights were on, that was kind of it. So you but, understand the the metaphor? I I do understand. Yeah, I do. But it's like Dylan Ness has done it here. He's done it at this uh, stage. I mean, winning high school matches is excellent. So really, it's all on the university trials. Is like the only or the university uh, nationals. It's kind of like my only thing. Where, where else have the? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, he has won a lot of high pressure matches. Okay. Um, I mean, okay, you can say it's you can say it was high school. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that because freaking. That's a characteristic I, of somebody. That's no. a characteristic when you when you when I'm looking at when I'm looking at prospects and I'm ranking them in the top hunter or big board. Uh, one of the one of the characteristics I like to I don't think that Anthony Ashnall is the most athletic, most technical, most anything. The guy wins on grit and heart and guts, and give me that guy every time. Yeah, I, I, I see that. I see it in his face. He's got mean face. He's, you can just tell. Focused, driven individual. I watched him work out. I was like, this is a guy. Vinny has mean face when you don't give him, like, the last cupcake. Yeah, well, that's very different motivations there, but still the fire inside cannot be doubted. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, like Rutgers. So you got Machine Gun Parati and uh, you got Machine Gun Parati and you have uh, Schnalty B. Mobbin as as their two AA candidates. Billy Smith probably. Billy Smith. Spot. I like Billy Smith. Now, okay, so bottom line, answer the question, does Rutgers have an AA? Well, when I said yes, Right after you asked the question. Okay. That was the answer. Still the answer one minute later. Okay. Who is this year's Connor Hartman? The um I Now tell tell the story of Connor Hartman. Well Connor Hartman out of nowhere, all American last year from 97, beat some good guys, looked excellent. I mean, but just even coming into conference there were no indicators that this was going to happen. Um, there will be somebody. Okay, so if you're asking what does Willie mean by who is this year's Connor Hartman, I mean a guy that comes into the tournament, we have no expectations whatsoever, and after this tournament, he's considered a bona fide stud next year. And I think, I mean, that's how I look at Connor Hartman. I don't care if he's a 10 seed. I consider Car Hartman a bona fide stud. And yeah. uh, would you agree, Christian? I, he's really good. He's um, right. He's so, uh, but he is on uh, um, he's on a tier below the best guys in my opinion. There's like five. Uh, I oh. think he's a tough out, man. Uh, I think he's a really tough out. So, um, Christian, uh, there's a guy in one of these 330 guys in the bracket in the tournament. There's a guy that we're not we don't expect much out of. But heading into next year, after this tournament on Sunday, and heading into next year, we're going to be like, really good wrestler, really solid guy. Is there anybody that sticks out to you? Um, a couple. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking unseated guys, maybe not here. I think I'm looking for, for Zeke Moisey to have a nice tournament. I think he's going to do well. But it's like, we've known Zeke. I, I literally barely knew. I knew who Hartman I, was. Listen, I scour every kid in the country. In in the deepest of brackets, in the small school classification of freaking every state tournament, I did not know anything about Connor Hartman. And one thing I'll say is there a Connor Hartman every year? I, I, don't, know, I don't feel I, like I think there. I think there's they're out of nowhere uh, all Americans like uh, you know Darian Cruz, but we knew Darian and Earl Hall last year, and even Joey, who who did it from uh, very long odds, but we knew them. We like we've watched them. The well, whole yeah, time. they were big names in high school, but uh, 
a, a true Connor Hartman, maybe not. Maybe maybe there's not a guy we never heard of. Maybe it's Doug Welch. Um, yeah. But even he's even, all, even See, we have to find someone that's not in our conscious right now. Right. And that's the by definition. I, by definition, do it. it doesn't exist, right? So it's, by definition, we cannot identify this guy. We cannot identify Connor Hartman uh, by definition. Okay. So um, on to the next one. Um, how about this one? I have a bunch written down here. All right. All right. Let's just go. Let's go one of these. One of these groups. Cool. Will. Iowa have a national champion. Um, I do not have them winning one. Um, so how about how about I ask? How about I ask these three? This is a true rapid fire. I'm going to ask three questions in a row. You give me yes or no in one millisecond. Yep. Okay. Okay. Will Iowa have a national champ? No. Will Penn State have a national champ? Ye um, no. Will Cornell have a national champ? Yes. Okay. Expound. Two. Two for Cornell, in my opinion, with Real Buto having an outside shot. I like Nashon, and I like Dean. Uh, Iowa, here's the thing. I say no with Iowa, but let's think about it. Um, tell me, you know, don't call, call me crazy. Gilman can win a title. Yeah. Um, I mean, I agree. You can't, you can't say you can't. Corey Clark can win a title. Um, Brandon Sorensen can maybe win a title. Um, Bobby Telford can win a title, and maybe Evans. So they've got five guys in my mind with the goods. I predicted it for none of them, but there's not a match where you say they can't win this match. So I know, but here's they're playing the odds, right? Like, um, so they don't need they don't need one to win. Just either. playing the odds, though. When you have five guys that are capable, right? When you have five guys that are capable, you think, yeah. One of them are going to sneak in and do it. Right. But still, you're not even confident that the odds are there for that. They're, they're not there. I mean, that's for me. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I. that's that's my point. And, you know, it, it's kind of one of those things where you're like, maybe they figure out. You know, I just keep thinking back and kind of think I might be slipping on Evans, even though he did not look good at Big Ten. Just because I remember how great he looked at NCAA. He looked amazing. Year. He looked well, the best I've ever seen him. Front side. And then... Uh, I'm gonna be frank. He packed it in backside. He I got, don't care. I mean, I do. I mean, but uh, he, be, I, he can't do that this year. He can't but you don't, you don't, you don't pack it in on the front side, <laughs> right? So he, as long as he stays on the front side, right. uh, if he wrestles like he did on the front side last year, he is going to be a serious threat. And um, I don't well, like the Brown matchup. I feel like Brown is, uh, man, that was a that was a physical message at, at BJC. Jordan uh, Burroughs is wrestling right now on yeah. the mats in front of us, by the way. That's distracting. How can you not watch that? Yeah. Above average wrestler uh, in front of us there. So, no, I, I'm saying no with Iowa with the caveat that they got five guys that can do it. Um, and albeit maybe they're 10%, 20% chances in a lot of these. But, you know, they've okay, got a shot. So, so you have Cornell with Nashon and Dean and Realbuto. As an outside shot, you have Iowa, many contenders, but None can't call it. And you have Penn State, Brown, and McIntosh. They won't get it done either. Um, I don't want to say they they won't. Uh, I, oh, I you can't I, pick. I it. don't believe they will. Um, I don't like. I don't like. I think McIntosh can beat anybody in the field, except for Kyvin. Um. No, I've, that's not true. Cause I he, think he can beat Jaden. 
I've, they've wrestled three times. He's not even been close to competitive. He's never been close to an offensive point, and he can't get out on bottom. In what way? All right. Have you watched their match? No, you're right. You're right. So that's why. Um, I, but I, I guess he needs he needs Jaden to go down. I guess semis. I don't like. I don't like his matchup with Kyvan at all. I just don't like it, and I, th I think uh, Kyvan beats him. But um, he's looked damn good recently. Damn good. Yeah. Oh, I, th I think. Hey, you're not going to get me to say a bad thing about Morgan McIntosh. Been high on him for a long time. So I, I love his game. I think it's good. But I think he is matchup dependent, and matchup dependent guys can't hit the bad matchups. And I think he. I think Jaden makes the finals, and that's bad. Matt Brown is probably their best shot. They've got. I'm gonna hey, say Matt Brown wrestled with. He wrestled with Kokish. I mean, Kokish won a couple key scrambles, and and I think the final score was like seven three or something. But Matt Brown wrestled with Kokish, man. Yeah, I I think um, uh, Kokish, man, Kokish just looked good. Um, he's just so he's so hard for me to pick against. Just watching him all year. How can you? How is he going to falter now? But um, and you know Brown's bugaboo is is he gets out scrambled by these guys, and um, in in matches he's lost with these. Think about the Storley matchups. These weird scramble hip things. He ends up on his back. Think about you know I I'll never forget that Evans uh, Brown Carver Hawkeye match where he was so deep on that single and had it up in the end. Evans still scored. That was one of the most. That's still one of the most mind-blowing scrambles and, and scores by, by someone I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so that's his uh, weakness. It, I can't believe that's going to be a quarter. If I have always been of the opinion. It won't be a quarter. It would be a. Um, it's a 3-6. Who's the three? Matt Brown's a two-seed. No, I'm talking about Evans. I'm talking about Storley. Evans Sterling. Oh, I thought you were talking about Evans Sterling. Uh -huh, I'm talking Evans Brown. We'll... we'll Go, I'll link that out from my Twitter at cpiles8, and I'll show you that match. That I've always crazy. been of the opinion that Logan Storley is one of the best pure athletes in college wrestling, but he limits himself. He does. And uh, I, I think I think there's certain guys that need to go out and and make the matches 10-8, not be scared. There's certain, there, you know, there's guys that can't give up a score because they're limited offensively and they're limited athletically that if they give up a takedown, it's going to be a tough row to hoe. But I think that Storley, if he gets himself into four scoring situations, he's going to come out with three of the four. Um, and but he doesn't wrestle that way. Yeah. He, he's very conservative. So, I, I mean, I want to see... I want to see a Storley that's active and offensive and really hungry on the front side of this bracket. Um, and, and and a Storley Evans quarter is something I'm really looking forward to to, yeah. s to see to see if if one guy really goes after or if they play patty cake like they have been um, more recently. There's some good six seeds. He uh, Dardanes. There's how about that? Well, I didn't have that in there. Does Minnesota have a national champ? Um. Yes. Or I, I know you're going to say yes because I know you picked Chris Dardanes, but how confident are you that Minnesota has a national champ? I am not much. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that Minnesota has a national champ? I'm not going to do the scale, but here's what I'll say. You do I'm, the scale, Piles. I, I will say. 1 to 10 right now. Stop. Um, I am only going to say that I am only slightly more confident in them than I am in Iowa getting one. So 
They've got more, uh, Iowa's got more bullets in the chamber, but they don't have that one big favorite. See, if Dardanes goes down early, not early, or just, you know, before the finals, maybe Clark can do it. Um, I, I don't really think Clark's the best guy in the country, though. So. I think that bottom half of 133 is the most interesting um, half bracket. Oh, yeah. Who, any, anybody can come out of there. Yeah, I agree. Hey, you know what? Um, uh, Scott Schiller is, is someone I feel like is get, we're just like forgetting about this dude. Scott Schiller, he ain't yeah. dead yet. This is a man um, who I think is going to be in the mix. Um, he's coming out of the five seed. His draw stinks. It's brutal. He's got to beat Snyder. He's got to beat Jaden. And he's got to beat um, probably Gadsden is my pick in the final. But here's the thing. He's beaten Jaden Cox. He's beaten Kyvin Gadsden multiple times. So, and he was, you know, Snyder, is that's a winnable match. So, um, he can do it out of the five. So, I think I'm, a, I'm slightly more confident. Um, I'll go 7.4 repeating uh, on the 1 to 10 scale. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy that I think could make the five. Well, I guess it, it doesn't apply to this conversation about having a national champ. But um, I do not mind... Nick Dardanes as the sixth seed at all. I, I think he could make a run. I I, I feel very confident um, that that's possible. I, do, I don't like the port matchup. Now, if he gets Dardane, if if uh, it's Dardanes Ashnall because the lights are on instead of port, that's that could be an interesting thing. Jordan Oliver. In Jordan the house. Oliver in the house. What's going on, man? Good to see ya. He's gonna talk a little bit, maybe. Yeah. Oh, we wait, got. No. We got J.O. Hey, Ed. Hey, Ed. We got Ed. We got Ed, too. We got all the all the uh, recent Sun Devils. Yeah, the Sun Devil crew's here. What's up, J.O.? How you liking uh, Tempe? All right, so we got we got Ed, Ed Jordan Oliver in the house. Um Ed, how you feeling? You had a nice match yesterday. Um, I talked with you a little bit, but looking back, talked with your coaches. How'd you feel you performed yesterday? Um, honestly, I'm probably really hard on myself. I did not like the first period, but I don't know. I guess I could just say I performed well. Yeah, yeah. Um, you two guys, um, how well did you two know each other coming in? Now you're training out of out of ASU. How's that been? You guys, you guys, buddies. Um, a couple I've, of PA guys. I've known I've known Oliver ever since high school. High school. High school. Yeah, it goes back to the, the Penn State wrestling camp days, and then and, uh, and uh, schoolboy, schoolboy national duels. And Was that schoolboys? Wow. Yeah. See, Ed, forever. Ed's I've losing it all day. That. That's hilarious. But, um, so you two guys east coast moving west what's it like let, let another east coast guy what's it what's it like living out there uh the other side of the country in the heat how's that been it's been great man it's just like it's so weird when you're leaving in the middle of the winter and you're leaving the east coast and going over to the west coast and it's like 75 degrees at night man you can't ask for anything better yeah it's way it's way different uh nicer weather uh you know, I, I've 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 been all throughout the spectrum. I've been in Pennsylvania, I've been in Oklahoma, and now I'm I'm in Arizona. Uh, three different places. Uh, definitely close to paradise. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be great. Okay, you two guys, Jordan, you're a Oklahoma State guy. Ed, you're a Penn State guy. 
How much have you guys been following your team this year? Ed, you were on the team just a year ago. Uh, how close have you been following the, the Nittany Lions? I've been following them pretty close. Um, no scuffle, Big Tens. Uh, and, you know, of course, we haven't been highlighting a lot this year. But, you know, honestly, I've, I still have a lot of my faith a lot of faith in my team this year. I will have a lot of faith in them next year just because I, I know what my team is capable of. Yeah. Um, how you were in the room for part of the year. What What's the message? I mean, I, don't get specific, but, you know, like you said, it, it's been a kind of a different year for Penn State wrestling. Uh, do they keep it real positive, keep it uh, real light and real just a real focus on March? And do, do they get really down when they lose a duel or when they, you know, maybe they don't perform like, like – uh, like they had been in years past. Um, that's one thing that the coaches have been really good at. Um, every time we come back in the room, they just know how to pick us up. They know what to say. They know how to get us back into, you know, workout mode. They're like, you know what, this is just one step back. We're going to take two steps forward this whole week. We're just going to work hard. But they don't they don't crush us, you know. They don't want to make us feel like we're being punished. They make us feel like, okay, well, you're going to want to work hard now, and we're going to help you do that. And they've been really good at doing that. Yeah, I think that's, a, that's an important message. Jordan, Oklahoma State guy, you rolled probably a lot with Alex Daringer last year. How yep. good is that kid? Uh, he's unbelievable. Uh, he has all the talent in the world if he wants to, you know, uh, continue wrestling after after nationals and after collegiate. Uh, I believe he has the talent to do so. So uh, <laughs> he uh, he's a real exciting wrestler to watch. Uh, and obviously I trained with him for two three years and uh one of the best training partners i've ever had he pushed me i pushed him so uh it was a great relationship we have and to this day i still talk to derringer and talk to the cowboys and follow uh oklahoma state just as a, as if i was there yeah is derringer getting too big for you now he's getting uh, big man yeah it, every time i see him it looks like he on the way on the way to see him he, he stopped and ate ate a couple kids he it's it's unbelievable the dude the dude's growing. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he goes up and wrestles 174 next year. No kidding. Yeah, he's yeah he's grown tremendously. Um, you know, without getting too much into it, have you spoken with Josh Kindig at all? Giving him any words of advice? Obviously, he's injured. Was injured at at Big 12s. You, you spoken with him? Giving any words of wisdom there? Uh, I mean, I've spoke to all the guys. Yeah. You know, and and uh, you know, I have a real good relationship with Josh, especially Josh being a PA guy. Yeah. And, and uh, we have a lot of history together, so uh, I definitely got in his ear and, and, and gave him words of wisdom, uh, you know, uh, talking about last year's performance and, and just coming in this year and, and expecting the unexpected. But I think uh, Josh is ready to go and he'll be all right. Yeah. And uh, I talked to all the guys. Awesome. And John, John will have Cowboys ready. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, so, Ed, have you ever been here as a spectator? Have you been multiple times? What's it going to be like watching instead of uh, competing in it? It's going to be a lot more relaxing. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> You're not always relaxed, Ed? I mean, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean I like, it's, mean. it's a mental marathon when you come here. Yeah. Man. It's like it does, and a lot of guys walk out on the map. I, could, I can guarantee you that everybody is nervous before they go out there. You know, I've, every time I go in the back, all you see is like guys with their heads down, they're holding their hands together, like they're just not talking to anybody. And I'm so glad I'm a spectator this year because now it's just like on the being from the inside looking out and now I'm on the outside looking in, it's like, man, I'm so glad I'm not in your shoes right now. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Well, hey, I appreciate you guys taking a little time. Are you guys going to get a workout in here? 
Possibly. Possibly. Maybe, maybe not. You have that option now that you're kind of free and clear. I don't know. I'm kind of really enjoying the spectating part of yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, I appreciate you guys uh, taking a little time out of your day coming up here. And, um, yeah, thanks a lot. And we'll have to do this again sometime. So no thanks problem, to Jordan Oliver and Ed Ruth. And, uh, Thank we'll you. Be, we'll be seeing you around. Thanks, guys. So there you have it, Jordan Oliver and Ed Ruth. Ed just coming off his win over Jake Herbert in impressive fashion. And uh, Willie got kicked off, but he's, whoops, as I hit my face into the <laughs> into the mic. Bracky, Bracky's the only one that caught that one. Uh, he's not gonna be able to unsee that, but um, I'm playing it cool. Um, there's no hidden cameras in here, so that's not gonna go like up on YouTube or anything. That's why we don't videotape this show, because I'm a clumsy person by nature. Uh, Willie, welcome back. It was it's good to be back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's. Uh, Those guys are awesome, huh? Yeah, they're uh, they're cool dudes, above average wrestlers, I'm told. Um, Man, I can't get over. I really can't get over that match last night. That was that was fun. It and was really part me, fun. Part of me was like, uh, it's it's cool to have that exclamation point at the end, right? Like the pin and stuff. Part of me was like, I want to see. You this. just want to see it I continue. See it for nine minutes. I wanted to see nine minutes, but. You know what? Let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. You know, uh, a Flow Premier League and and other organizations, um, you try to get you try to get really good matchups, the best matchups you can. And let's be honest, some of them turn out being duds. Yeah. Like and it just it's not exciting. Last night was awesome, man. That match was amazing. Two guys looking to score the entire time, not playing any games, firing shots. Not, I mean, Ed firing off shots, giving up counter. I mean, you know what? That's. that's you know what? Jake did some really nice things, like, um, just like his counters to pushouts were really nice on Ed, and, and uh, that's that savvy, that mad awareness where Ed, I'm still uh, convinced there's probably a little learning curve there. Yeah. But um, but but Jake has that, and that's something that's that's not going to go away. So yeah, yeah. Um, really fun. Do, match. do you want to go some more rapid fire? I do want to do some rapid fire. Um, okay, I'm going to ask what will be. It's 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 so it's so hard because you're asking. I'm asking you a lot of questions to project like upsets, and it's hard to project upsets because if they're upsets, then you're not going to project predict them. So, but. I, that's kind of what makes the whole arena gasp. And and so I got to know, I got to ask the question, what will the biggest day one upset be? Oh, my gosh. I don't That's know. a broad question. I hate this question. Um, but I, I wish I knew. Um, I think. Will Spizak beat LeVon Mays? That would be the biggest. That looks to be. Who does? Uh, here's another Virginia guy. Who does DCAM have round two? Uh, he's got Richards round two. Right there, you go. There's another one. So there's two UVA That's guys. That's not a big. I mean, Dicam it's a five seed beating a, a losing to a twelve. Big deal. Okay. Come on, seen, that is not. That is not on the level of speed. Hey, I'm trying Jake. to. I'm trying to. I'm asking you, the guru, a question, and I'm having to answer it for you. Can you give us I, an answer? I said, give the people an answer. If I knew. I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know, but I think you, you go with what's the most probable, probable combined with where's the big seed, and maybe it's May Spizak. But it's always, you know what? You know what happens every year? There's that upset that everyone falls in love with, and it never happens. Right. It never happens. Josh Kindig jogging on the mat looking fresh. 
Uh-oh. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, Ken Diggs running. Both, he has both hamstrings. They're both. At They're both in his le legs. Legs confirmed. A nice, uh, confident gait about him. It's bad when we're talking about gates. Gates, G-A-I-T. Okay. Um, so I don't. I hate that question. Okay. Biggest, biggest day one upset. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Can't even answer it. No. Jeez. Uh, what else do I have for you, bud? Okay. Here's one that I've been saying for months and months and months. Uh, I'll ask a question first. How many team points will the national championship team have? Um, maybe around one of one ten. Okay. Uh, maybe less. Maybe one oh five. It could. I think it's gonna be low scoring. I've been saying maybe under a hundred. I've been saying for months that this will be the lowest amount of team points uh, for the team championship. Sixty in a long time. No, not sixty. 60. Nah, I. It'll got be. I think it'll be like. Right at 100. Yep, that looks about right based on my projections. I think 100 probably wins it this year. So you're, what you're saying is my instincts um, are about as good as all your all your analysis and math. Um, well, we don't I know mean, that I mean, that's yet. pretty much that part of the course. That has not been proven. That is, um, that is the assumption you're making. I'm, I'm, a, I'm throwing you a bone here, and you're making it. So you're, I don't want to do You're putting all again. these things into a matrix. <laughs> I am not. Do not put me in I'm going to start using you, matrix. You, <laughs> the funniest part of the show last week was when you were like, well, that was enlightening. There was words like matrix involved. <laughs> Grid. <laughs> Grid. Yeah. Uh, but no, you put all these, you, you did all these projections, put it into a scoring rubric, and it came out, and all I did was go through the brackets, and I say, eh, about 100. Uh, because it's about a hundred. Wow! No, you didn't make any dramatic um, insights there. You looked at the NCAA team scores the last 150 years, and that's right. About a hundred. Yeah, everyone knows that. Okay. So you didn't. You did not do anything special. I just want you to know that. I'm just telling you my my instincts are pretty much on point with reality. Um, mm -hmm. I I you know I think it would be I think it would be around 90 or even less. Like eighty-five without bonus. Okay, but uh, I I heard through the grapevine they're counting bonus points this tournament. Well, that, no, that's what I'm saying. I I guess what I'm saying is when you guys do this thing where you take the projections and put them into how many NCA points you get. When you guys do that, you don't account for bonus. That's my thing, wise guy. All right, I feel I feel those feels. All right, we got three minutes. Um, keep the rapid fire going. It's only taking thirty minutes per rapid fire question. I got. Hey, listen, I'm all out of the rapid fire questions. I had a lot of rapid fire questions for you. Um, I exhausted all of them, um, but I can't wait until look, look at all these guys running around. Oklahoma State's in the building. Austin Marsden's looking humongous. Ginormously big. You had a question on here. What? Um, Biggest biggest okay, biggest disappointment. I think I know I didn't want to ask you that question because because you don't like to offend people. Uh, listen, oh, please, Dylan Palacio, Dylan Palacio. Oh my God, he gave Christian the business. If you missed last no, week's show, I said, I said, uh, what do you think of the five twelve at one sixty five? Palacio and Bo Jordan and Christian Powell said that ain't even gonna be no thing. I said that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Okay. I, so okay, so Palacio I, comes up last night and he goes, "Okay, Christian, I got you." And we talk. Okay, so you're saying, you just said I don't like to offend people. Then you reference a part where I offended someone. So 
great, great evidence there. And, and you felt bad about it. I did not feel bad about it. I talked to them. All right, let's go. Let's do it. I can't wait till somebody comes up and rips it. Who biggest is the biggest disappointment? I think there's going to be a team that's disappointed. And I think it's Ohio State. I think they've got some really, they've got three really good wrestlers that, that, the, that the variance of how well they can do, I think is wide. Um, with Tomasello, oh, with four, actually. Tomasello, Steber, Jordan, and Snyder. You heard it, Ohio fans. Come for CP's throat and, right now. Okay, I've been, I've been the Ohio State Flavor Flav hype man here. Talking about right, now, they, now, they're so good all year, but I'm saying go out on a let. Give me an individual. I don't want no team thing. That's a cop out. Give me an individual. Bo, maybe. Bo? Maybe. I think they all place, but I think I think just disappointing. Uh, I, I'm not saying give me a. I'm not saying give me a, a, a guy from in uh, Ohio State. Uh, give me an individual across the entire tournament, any team in the country, that you say he's not gonna. He's gonna not do well. He's he's good. He's stud. People love him. He's not gonna. He's gonna have a turn in a bad tournament. Um, I don't know that. You got thirty seconds. I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. That's what I. That's what I just said. No, I I gave you an entire team, and then you're saying, well, I I gave you. That's exactly I what I said. You, a team is comprised of individuals, Willie. So I uh, said you don't want to offend anybody, and then at the end, uh, I don't want to do that. No, exactly. Not, not be, I don't. I don't honestly know because you're asking me a question that involves like. A, a lot of thinking. I just, I'm not just going to say a name to, for the same name tag. I'm not going to put my name on something without vetting it thoroughly. So, um, get off my back. It's a, it's 11 Central, 12 East Coast time, which is the time I operate on. Thank you guys for tuning in. This could be the last one of these until Monday, I think. I don't know when Willie gets back. I'm getting home Sunday. So, I plan on doing this Monday, 9 a.m. Central, back on our regularly scheduled time. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to have all kinds of stuff up up today, tomorrow, throughout the NCAA tournament. It starts tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you then, guys. Thanks a lot.